Hello, everyone. You are tuned into the Feelings First Facts of the Podcast with Nathan Mitchell and Christina. Hey. Hey, hey, hey. And this is episode 43. Yes. Easy to remember. Uh-huh. Just recorded episode right. 42 two <laughs> days ago. Yeah. I know whenever we're on, mm-hmm. it is going to be a great, great episode. It is. Right? Mm-hmm. Men. Males. Oh. Men. We're targeting you today. It's your turn. In the hot seat. Yeah, you're in a hot seat. And if you listen to episode 41, you know what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. If you have not listened to episode 41, go back and listen to it. I think it's a really good listen. And it kind of targets women. The yeah, and energy. it'll bring it all together. And it will bring it all together. Yeah. So now the masculine, mm-hmm. it is your turn. And today's episode is um, going to be referencing the book that I have talked about in many of episodes. And it is The Way of the Superior Man mm-hmm. by David Dida. <laughs> We're going with it. Dida. <laughs> However it's pronounced. Uh-huh. If you Google it, The Way of the Superior Man, mm-hmm. man you will see it. And uh, I encourage everyone out there, men, women, to read the book. But primarily men, especially men that are seeking relationships or even men that are in relationships and want to better their relationship, I think is a good read because it will not only help you better navigate the world because you will have a better understanding of you, uh-huh. but you will also have a better understanding of how to lead in a relationship with the woman slash feminine, right? Mm-hmm. And and just so we can get this out the way, I guess some housekeeping for this episode Just like in the previous episode or episode 41, when we were talking about the feminine and the the masculine Mm -hmm. energy, we understand that this can be expressed by either men or women. Men can either express the feminine or the masculine energy, just like women can either express the masculine or the feminine energy, a flip-flop, whatever it it may be. However, for this particular conversation, we're going to talk about shit that we understand (laughs) <laughs> right, and as, a, yeah. as it pertains to right. us because we don't want to put out any misinformation or right information or shit we don't know anything yeah, about, shit that we don't know anything about. <laughs> so out of respect out right. of respect for this particular episode and just like in the previous episode when we refer to the masculine energy or the masculine we are referring to men mm-hmm. and when we refer to the feminine or feminine energy we are referring to women Right. Right. That way we don't have to keep saying it over and over again to mm-hmm. cover our, our asses. But we do understand that it could be expressed all over the place by many different people. But we don't know shit about anything besides a heterosexual relationship. Right. I wish we knew more, though. It'd be nice to have someone on. Some other perspectives. Yeah, some other perspectives. Maybe we can we could try aiming for that moving forward. But okay. right now we're just going to talk about the shit that we know. Which I think is fair enough. pretty fair and respectful yeah. for everyone out there. But, but, bless you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about some of the key takeaways that I got from reading this book. When did you read it? I read this book. I want to. Yeah, I want to say I read this book before. Wait up. Uh, 
definitely before you and I met, even for the first time. Okay. So not that long ago. It, it, it might have been a year or two before that. Okay. It was certainly after my last relationship okay. ended. Okay. And then I was getting back out on the dating scene. Okay. So I started reading all sorts of self-help books uh-huh. to kind of better myself. And um, this was on the list of one of the important reads for men seeking relationships with women. Okay. So, so I don't know. Was that a year or two? I don't, I don't know. Time is just, <laughs> time is crazy. What is time? It doesn't even feel like you and I have been at it for two years. At it. Because we haven't. Almost. It will be two years before. If we you. didn't have a gap. If we didn't have a gap, it would be two years. Right, right, right. We didn't have a gap. You're right, you're right. Two years. But even then, it just. Oh, I know. I don't know. I don't know. But one of the first takeaways that I got from this book was the importance of understanding your purpose Knowing your purpose first, mm-hmm, understanding mm-hmm. your purpose and making sure that your purpose is your number one priority in life. Okay. Which I'm sure anyone out there that has <clears throat> taken the time to get on YouTube and look up different tutorials on how to pick up women and, you know, these alpha males and yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I want to say a lot of these gentlemen probably reference this book or okay. this is where they've they've gotten their wisdom from, Uh for lack of better words, Uh right? If you want to call it that. (laughs) (laughs) But, 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 and I'm sure there are other books out there that probably talk about this as well. Mm -hmm. But the idea of knowing your purpose makes life easier for men in the long run or the masculine in the long run trying to seek a relationship with the feminine. Because knowing your purpose is not only going to better help you serve you and help you get through life more effectively, Mm -hmm. but the feminine will pick up on that and then it will make it easier for you to find the right person for you. So like you'll attract the right person. Right, right. Right. Perfect example. It's like when someone walks in a room and then there's just something about that person Mm -hmm. and you go, God damn, like that person, right. they're walking tall, they're moving with a purpose, yeah. they, they they know exactly, they, they mm-hmm. appear that they know exactly what they and want. they exude and that. Boom, 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 and they exude yeah. that energy, and then everyone has their eyeballs locked on that person, even mm-hmm. if it's just for a second. It doesn't have to be this long, dramatic thing that you would see in film, but... You can so, acknowledge it. Something about yeah. that person makes you go, damn. Mm-hmm. And then that's what that is, especially when you're talking about the masculine. Mm-hmm. A lot of, a lot of times it has to do with that person understands their purpose in life and they just move accordingly. Move, move accordingly. Yeah. Right. So one of the things that this book did talk about was in order for you to execute life in a way where you are serving your purpose or so you're living your life to achieve your purpose slash mission is to avoid just going with the flow with things, avoid being that person that just, ah, whatever, you know, I'll figure it out tomorrow. And, you know, whatever the day brings me is what Mm -hmm. I'm going to do. And boom, boom, boom. And one of the main reasons why you should avoid doing that is because the longer you do that, the more you do that, the more you actually avoid serving what you're put on the planet to do. Mm -hmm. So I guess we should talk about what the purpose would be. Okay. Right. So purpose doesn't always necessarily mean it's going to have to be your job. Okay. It doesn't mean it always has to be your hobby. Your purpose can be 
anything. Your purpose could be what you feel like you were put on this earth to do. Right. For example, I work with people in healthcare. So Mm -hmm. on a day-to-day basis, I'm helping people getting physically stronger. And sometimes I help people better themselves mentally, right? Mm -hmm. Throughout, through conversations that I may have with them or, you know, whatever it may be. But the mental aspect is not my primary goal. So I will almost say that I do not have a career that serves my purpose in, in its entirety. Okay. Does that make sense? Right. Right. But it's still connected. It's still connected. Yeah. But it's not the, the number one thing that, that I do for a living. Okay. Right? The number one thing I do is help people get better physically. Mm-hmm. Right. But with the mind comes the body, with the body comes the mind. Right. It's all connected. Mm -hmm. It's all connected. Right. But I feel that I am serving my purpose by getting on this microphone Mm -hmm. and expressing my experiences, having these conversations with you, putting this out to the world, putting this out to the people that may listen. And in, in the long run, I hope that I will be able to sit in front of men and women and help them better themselves help me better myself in the in the in the interim because i've i felt that throughout my life and i I guess a a good chunk of my adult life i've always felt that people were drawn to having conversations with me Mm -hmm. and a lot of that feeling came from not just me walking into a room and just running my mouth and then just people just listening to me because i'm making sounds out of my mouth right but I, f- I have found myself in positions where people would just start opening up and talking to me. Mm-hmm. People will express their, their, their day to me, express what's going on in them. They would ask me for my opinion on things. They would mm-hmm. ask me for advice. And so throughout that happening, throughout a, a good part of my life, I have felt that that, was my, that, that that is my purpose in life is to serve others in a way that I can help them better themselves with the tools that I have. Right. And, and I feel that, I guess you could say kind of cliche, but that will almost be my superpower. And, and one of the things that I feel like helps me, helps me do that in a way that other people can't do it is my objectivity, True. My, my ability to separate my feelings from what, what's in front of me, mm-hmm. what's being asked, asked of me. Axed, act, was being asked of me. Damn, now that sounds crazy. No, it sounds. That was right. Mm -hmm. I I think I said it right the first time. You did. Yeah, yeah. But you know, it's just one of those things I'm self conscious about. Mm -hmm. You know, just not saying like typical black shit. (laughs) Was axed to me. Right. But I'm I'm able to be objective with any person that I'm speaking to Mm -hmm. in order to better serve them and give them the best answer possible that's not biased based on how I feel about that person. Right. Right. So I say all that to say this, even though what I'm doing here on a microphone, it at, at this point, it doesn't provide me any sort of income. It doesn't do anything like that. Right. Yet. Yet. <laughs> you freaked out about that. See, the lights are flickering. Let wild. me know. Right. So even though it hasn't provided any financial return yet, uh-huh. and it is not what I do for a living Mm -hmm. i'm still able to serve my purpose and i'm able to get it done by taking the time out of my day out of my week along with you in order to do this 
Okay. Along with other things, because this isn't my sole purpose. You don't have right. to have one purpose and right. you don't have to have this one purpose that is your life's mission. And it's what you have to do until the day you die. Right. right. Your purpose can change as you change. Right. And I think that's appropriate. Right. Right. And would you say, because I mean, I think purpose doesn't just apply to masculine. It's for everybody. Purpose is for everyone. Right. Correct. So I think one of the ways that I would help people identify purpose is like, it's something that also does, it fills you up. Right. It brings you joy. Right. It fills your cup when you're, right. when you're doing this thing that is your purpose. Right. 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 So this book was really targeting the masculine uh-huh. and how important it is in order to understand your purpose and live life to right. achieve that purpose. Right. Because you need to do that in order to be a better leader. Right. In order to lead the feminine. Right. Right. And even in order to be fully attracted by the feminine. Right. Because without that, you you have no foundation. That's your foundation. Your purpose is your foundation. Right. Right. And for the people out there that are like, well, I don't understand my purpose. I don't know. It's okay to be in that and embrace that. Mm Mm-hmm. Embrace the idea that you don't have an understanding of what your purpose is and how to serve that purpose. So don't take that time to defeat yourself yeah. and, and, you know, tear yourself down and say, I'm a loser. Yeah. I, I would never get this. And da, 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 da. Take that time to peel back the layers, those deep layers of who you are as a person. And what your gifts are, because we all have gifts. Exactly. We do. Exactly. And you might not even think it's a gift. It's just regular shit to you. Right, right, because it's your gift, so you wouldn't be able to... Sometimes it takes other people to help you identify your gift. Right. Actually. And, and you, you know you know how you know that you have something that no one else has? When it comes so easy to you, you're like, how do they understand it? Mm-hmm. What? What? Is it right. me? I don't I don't get it. I don't, uh, right, right? Yeah. Sometimes it's not you. Well, I mean, sometimes it is you. Right. In the sense that you have a way of... Because it's regular shit to you. It's right. natural for you. Right. Right. So in the beginning, when people would come to me and they would talk to me and be like, you know. Yeah. And, and I would never do it to, to their face. Right. I'd be like, why are they listening to me? Right. And I would always say, what the fuck? I'm, a, I'm a dumb nigga. Why are they listening to me? I'm a nigga from Cleveland. What do, what do, you, what do, you, what do, <laughs> what do they care what I think? You know? Uh-huh. But then as I leaned into it, I go, oh, I get it. Mm-hmm. They care because they really care. Because... It's value. There right. is a value in what I have to say, even though I don't see the value in it. Right. And I wasn't seeing the value in it because to me, it was just, I'm just running my how mouth. Like operate. I do. Yeah. This is how I operate. Right? right. But there was a value in it because it was helping someone else. And so someone else placed the value on the words that mm-hmm. come out of my mouth and they trusted that, which right. then made me appreciate that even more, not what I was saying and and not me, not appreciate me more, but appreciate that that person helped me understand me better. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. So one of the main things that this book talks about for the people out there that are not sure about their purpose is Mm -hmm. to, to take the time to meditate, take the time to be with yourself in order to kind of what you were saying in order to help Better fill your own cup before you can fill someone else's cup. Yeah. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Right. Because if you can't lead yourself, if you can't navigate yourself, how the hell are you going to lead someone else well, and navigate someone else? Yeah. Let alone 
something that is as complicated as the feminine energy, Mm -hmm. right? The feminine. How the hell are you going to be able to lead and navigate that when you don't fully understand who you are as a person? Yeah. Right. And so that was one of the things that I was hearing from these YouTube dating guides is that they would say, focus on you, focus on, Mm -hmm. and I guess a more simple way to do it would be focus on your career, right? Because a lot of times that would be the man's focus. Yeah. Right. Or their purpose would be their career. And I say that because throughout time, that's what we do. Our career looks different than a look back when we were cavemen. Back when we were cavemen, the, the purpose was to go out, get food, maintain shelter, and blah, 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 blah. Right. Right. But now all that looks like clocking in and clocking out. And Which essentially is the same thing because it allows you to provide. Right. It's just done in a different way. Right. Right. So a lot of times, in, in order to simplify it, that's what they would say. They would say, focus on your career, focus on bettering yourself within that career, focus on being the best. Even if you never achieve it, mm-hmm. your, your goal would be to be the best at what you do, mm-hmm. whatever that may be. That doesn't right. mean you have to make a million dollars. doesn't mean you have to make $100,000. doesn't mean you have to make, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. If you're enjoying what you're doing and that's what you do, you do the, you be the best at that and then things will come your way kind of thing. Right. And so, of course, with that, people in general would be more attracted to you. Mm-hmm. Now, after you have attracted the feminine because you have found your purpose, you need and by you, the masculine needs to understand that they need to maintain their purpose as their number one priority. Mm-hmm. And they need to make it known to the feminine that their purpose is their number one priority. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a way to go about doing this because I know that can, that can, on the surface, that sounds like the most unromantic thing you can say to a woman. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> Look, babe, you're number two. <laughs> I don't know. I find it attractive. You're number two, <laughs> right? Or maybe even number three. I don't want to be, I don't think anybody should be anybody else's number one. No, no, no. That's no. crazy. It, it's, it's, it sounds good on paper, yeah. right? Because it's the most romantic thing. You say like, "I love you more than me." Yeah, you matter. You're you're the number one thing that you know that matters to me. And boom, boom, pow. But your number one thing, whether you're the feminine or the masculine, but right now we're talking about the masculine. Uh-huh. The, the number one thing on your plate or the, the, your number one priority should be you, right? Slash your purpose. Mm-hmm. So if we're we're going down the list of you know the numerical order number one you number two your purpose number three your woman slash family and the people around you that you love and that right trust in you right so one of the ways you can go about doing this is to not just say it but to let the feminine understand that when it comes time for me to give you my undivided time and attention Mm -hmm. you will get that right you will get that from me. But my number one priority is my purpose and myself. Mm-hmm. And with that, it will make that feminine more attracted to you. Mm-hmm. And it would make them better trust you as a leader and allow them to let their feminine flourish. Right. Right. Because yeah. now they understand that they are with the masculine that understands how to mm-hmm control the energy and how to lead the relationship and i think it there's things that you don't necessarily have to say mm-hmm. it's like your actions will show it like 100%. i'll give you an example so when we first started talking mm-hmm. and we were doing like a lot of texting 
and like sending voice messages and all these things, right? Mm-hmm. But there would come a point at the end of the night where it's just like, even if we were in having good conversation and good interaction, you would stop and be like, you know what? I'm going to go to sleep because I got to get up early in the morning. Right. Because I got to go to the gym and -hmm. I got to, you know, do all these things. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, I was like, damn, like that's like that was attractive to me that Mm -hmm. you you put you first because you don't want to deviate from your routine. Mm -hmm. That essentially, like you're saying, allowed you to fulfill your purpose or stick to your tasks in order to, you know, live purposefully. Like it didn't matter that. We were in these moments. It's like you put you first, right? And it's, I found that mad attractive. It's ten thirty. Yeah, <laughs> you're let's, like, let's shut this shit down. Listen, I gotta get, I gotta get to bed because I it's gotta the same. It's the same way now in person. Yeah, like, even though we share bed with one another. Yeah, I'm, I'm out. Exactly. Right. I'm out. Right, right, right. So that's what I mean. Like you don't even really 30, 11 o'clock at the latest. Yeah, I'm out because I want to get up at five o'clock in the morning. Exactly. I ne- you need, need to, to do it. it. I need exactly. to do it. Exactly. That's a part of me. Right. And if I don't do it, I'm off. And you see me, yeah. my entire fucking day is off because now I'm scrambling mm-hmm. to find time to get to the gym, but I also have other things that I need to take care of. And it's, it's just, it's, mm-hmm. it's crazy. And it just, it's right. like, like a special needs kid, right? <laughs> like you threw me on my routine and I'm just, you don't know what to do with yourself. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. But yes, yes, it, it is important to do that. And I mean, here you are saying that. Right. And I didn't even know that that wasn't my agenda. That was just. No, I know. And you probably didn't even realize that I'm I'm seeing things like that. Right. But it's like those little, because you're not doing anything abnormal for you. I got, I'm going to bed because this is what I do at 10 o'clock. And in my brain, the only thing that I'm doing knowingly is I'm just trying to make it known to you that this is a part of my life and this is what I do. Right. And I'm, I'm not really willing to change this. Right. But Not now. Right. Maybe later on. But I think that's but, important. It was really important. It was one of the things that you did intentionally or unintentionally just to show me what type of person and what type of man you were and are. A stubborn fuck. No. <laughs> no, intentional. You're an intentional man. And in that I think a lot of what you're saying goes back to that as moving with intention, which is, you know, in purpose, on purpose. Right. Right, you you know I'm you move intentionally, and that's fucking sexy. Hey, <laughs> bow, bow, bow. where are those sound effects? <laughs> Damn it! I'll I'll insert some sort of saxophone. Do. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. That little sexy saxophone. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. All right, how about that? All right. So, another key takeaway besides the purpose was understanding the balance of energy and making sure that you manage it properly right okay so just like we mentioned in episode 41 Mm -hmm. even if you're primarily expressing the masculine energy Mm -hmm. there is that feminine energy in there that you you need need to tap into tap into Mm -hmm. and you need to understand how to balance it's necessary Mm -hmm. and the number one way you could do that is understanding that no matter what society tries to you know, slam down our throats. The masculine and the feminine are not the same, mm-hmm. right? There's a, there is a sense of equality as far as not one is more important than the other. Right. But just understanding that they're not one and the same. No. At all. Right. 
So if you take the time and I recommend to read this book, it will run down everything. Mm-hmm. And it will show you the differences of the feminine and the masculine. And I, I, I really wonder if there is a book like that for the feminine. I'm sure. I would like to read it. Yeah. We'll do some Googles. Yeah. Yeah. I, sure. I know you have books that have that in the title, but I wonder if it breaks it down like this and how to, for, for the ladies out there mm-hmm. and how to manage their feminine energy in order to be a better partner for the masculine mm-hmm. kind of deal. Yeah. All in all, with that balance, the masculine functions better with the feminine. Right. So this book was basically saying that if you have the masculine energy with the masculine energy, that relationship typically doesn't work. It's quite chaotic. There's no balance in it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that it can't work. Yeah. It's just harder to, to navigate, mm-hmm. right? Same with the feminine and the feminine. Uh-huh. And even, and this is what I found interesting, even if it's two people that are neutral, right? So two people that are neutral will work. However, there's no passion involved in that relationship. Yeah. yeah. It's just yeah. existing. Right. Right. But overall, the feminine needs the masculine. The masculine needs the feminine mm-hmm. in order to make that work. And it's important that the masculine is the leader mm-hmm. in that. Yeah, I right? agree. Because the feminine needs that. Right, 100%. It needs that. And not There's just be a leader. There's security in that. Not just, leader, not just being a leader, but being effective, being a good leader. Right. Right. Because you could be a leader and now you just, what? Where, 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 Fucking drove the bus into the ground. Completely feckless. What? <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. What was the purpose of that? <laughs> but I'm sure, and I, you know, I, I don't know how, how much you want to speak on this, but I'm sure you can attest or you, or you can express what it looks like when you're being, you're being led and you know that, hey, you're, you're going to lead it's us into terrible. a fucking iceberg. Right. Like if I let you keep on. Right, exactly. And so now you have to take the wheel. Right. And that fucks up the whole energy and the balance. Because you've all lost that. all respect. 100%. Well, I can't trust. Right. At the end of the day, we have to, we have to stay alive. <laughs> right. And again, that goes back to the statement that I made before, mm-hmm. that if the masculine is in that proper leader form Mm -hmm. doing what they're supposed to do it will allow the feminine to let her energy her feminine energy flourish let it be expressed freely without fear because now i don't have to compensate your lack of masculine right now i could just be where i need to be right yeah which kind of went back to episode 41 Uh where we were talking about what it looks like when the feminine is left to fend for herself on her own for too long. Right. Now you're quote unquote wearing a dick. Right. And then getting shit with, done. within, right. within your household, Correct. you're wearing the dick because you have to get shit done. You have yeah. to be both things. Right. Right. Or, or even not just in the home, but let's say you're in a position at work where you're, you're the boss. Right. Right. You can't just go in as the boss and be the feminine. You have to go in as the boss and tap into your masculine, tap into yeah. that masculine energy. Uh-huh and get shit done right the problem which is, is fine which is fine right and it works there there the problem is right. when you're Bring trying to manage home. a relationship especially when you're trying to manage a relationship with the masculine energy if you're coming in that household with that masculine along with the other masculine right and i guess for for what we're saying 
if that if that masculine isn't doing what they're supposed to do, it's going to cause problems. 100%. It's going to cause a lot of problems. Like, I want to leave my dick at the door. Right. When I come home. Right. I want to. Right. It's just, can I? Right. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think that's a lot of women. You want to, mm-hmm. but you can't sometimes right. in certain rela- the dynamics of certain relationships. Right. Right. So one little thing that I did write down and kind of like a little summary from this, not, not one chapter, but just kind of just collective of chapters that I was reading that I thought kind of broke it down pretty well was the masculine grows by challenge, but the feminine grows by praise. Mm. So again, just talking about that balance and how it looks different Mm -hmm. within the relationship. The masculine must show his appreciation for his woman. Mm Mm-hmm. So if you want her to do better, you should praise her because then I will provide her with the motivation that she needs to get better. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. A lot of times when people are in a relationships and, and we're going to kind of tap into this into this next big bullet point or takeaway that I got from the, the reading is that. Instead of accepting people, we try to change the person. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So. Again, what this is saying is that if the feminine is requiring that love, they need to be praised. They need to feel like they're they're being taken care of. If you're coming down on that person, then they lose all sense of that connection, that love, that affection, that appreciation that they yearn for. Mm -hmm. Because you are trying to essentially... A get a different reaction from this person based on how your energy Correct. is designed. Right. 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 Because in the beginning, I said the masculine likes to be challenged. Right. So kind of like uh, you speaking the wrong love language or, or you right. communicate. Good. You communicate your love with your love language. Right. You feel like you're doing the right thing. Because it works for you. Because it works for you. Right. However, if that's not their love language, and I, I guess for this analogy, if that's not their how their energy works, mm-hmm. then everything's going to fail. It's going to fall on deaf ears. The it's just yeah. not going to get the message. Mm-hmm. It's going to be lost. Mm-hmm. So understanding the difference and understanding how to balance that as a masculine, you cannot or you should not be challenging your feminine. You should not be challenging your woman. You should be praising your woman. Show that love, show that appreciation mm-hmm. in order to yield the results that you are looking for. Right. Right. And it'll be a natural thing. Right. Both ways. Correct. So I guess to tie it in with the whole love language energy, or yeah. I'm sorry, the whole love language analogy. Uh-huh. Right. Understand your partner's love language and speak to them that way. Right. Or, you know, show your love that way as opposed to how it works for you. because. It's not the same. Right. It's not the same. So the next big takeaway that I got from this, and it kind of ties into what I was just saying here, is you need to lead the relationship by managing the drama. Now, I'm not putting all the drama on the feminine or anything like that. But one thing that this book was talking about is understanding that understanding what relationships look like when they're real, as opposed to what we see on television is fantasy world or or even now. Instagram and people only posting the happy and never the bad and da 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 is that there's this sense of false reality that every relationship has to be perfect and there can't be any conflict, there can't be any drama or, or things like that. Okay. Right? But 
this book basically highlights, yes, because you're dealing with two different energies. You're dealing with the feminine and masculine. There is going to be drama. Yeah. There is going to be a differences, differences of perspective. Uh-huh. There's going to be uh, differences in, in opinion. There's going to be differences across the board because the lenses that you view the world out of is going to be completely different than me. Right. So even if we're looking at the same thing, and you and I have said this a thousand one times, mm-hmm. that even though we're looking at the same thing and we can agree on it, we're just right. we're we're the same coin, but two different sides of the same. Coin, <laughs> right. 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 And so our view on a particular situation is going to be completely different. Right. And we see that a lot of times when you and I have our drama, when you and I have our arguments, mm-hmm. we we have an understanding of what's happening. <laughs> right. But because we're seeing it from two yeah. different angles, mm-hmm. it, nothing is resolved if if. Things aren't done the way that they should be done. Mm-hmm. Right. So there's always going to be drama in, in a healthy relationship. Just is what it is. Right. right? Now, the, the, the key thing to remember is that you, when you're faced with the drama, your initial reaction shouldn't be that knee-jerk reaction of, well, this isn't going to work for me because this isn't my person and I, sh- I should never have to argue with my person. So I'm just going to end a relationship. Right? That's not how a leader leads. Mm-hmm. You don't lead by just exiting the relationship and going on to the next one. Because truth be told, you're going to have drama in the next You're going to run into... That's probably the same thing. The same shit. Right. And you'll probably find yourself arguing about the same thing. Right. Why don't they just get it? Why don't they understand? Mm-hmm. Da, 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 da. It's because we are not the same. <laughs> right. They don't get it. We don't get it. And one of the things that this this book highlighted, which I thought was pretty cool, is that the masculine energy must understand that looking at the feminine through the masculine lenses, you all are always going to look chaotic to us. Okay. Without us understanding it, right? Okay. It's going to look irrational. It's going to look chaotic. It's going to look like a complete mess. <laughs> Only because we're viewing you through our lenses right. as opposed to actually understanding you because we're not seeing things through your lenses. Right. Right. So, I don't know. Can you, can you think of an, of an experience where you and I... An example for that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Check this out. Okay. So, why do you think about that? One of the the little tips that the book was giving when dealing with drama as the masculine leader dealing with the feminine mm-hmm. is to counter the drama with love and humor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because again, what I was saying before is that the feminine likes to be praised. And a lot of times, and in, 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 it's not the only time, but a lot of times there is drama within a relationship because the feminine doesn't feel like she is being loved. Right. In that particular moment. Right. And so the way to express that then turns out to be drama. And so then you're arguing about something that kind of seems like it's just, why are we, this is so arbitrary. Why are we arguing about this? Right. It just doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, but what it was really happening is, is that, they, the feminine is trying to express that they are not feeling loved and appreciated within that moment. Okay. I have an example because mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a good example. I think mm-hmm. the bed, the placement of the bed in the room. Okay. Remember where I, I brought up, like we were moving stuff around and I'm like, Hey babe, what do you think about the bed over here mm-hmm. on this wall? Right. And you like shut it down. Right. And I was like, Oh, like 
I felt like, well, you didn't understand. Like, I just, I wanted to see it for myself. Mm-hmm. How would it look there? And you're like, no, I don't like that. I wouldn't walk, I don't want to walk around the bed and all this. But it was like this, like, you were completely not open to at least like letting me see what it looked like. And for me, that was a big deal because I felt like I wanted us to make this decision together. And I, it's important to me, like the layout of the room and I want it to flow and all these things. Like for me, it was a big deal. And for mm-hmm. you, it wasn't. Right. And then I got really annoyed about that. Mm-hmm. But I think for you, it was like, you wouldn't, I don't think you understood because for you, it wasn't a big deal. And then you let me see the bed. You moved the bed over there so I could see it Right now. And I'm like, that's a big deal. Right. That you did that. Well, because in that moment I was being practical. Right. But it wasn't about practicality. Right. Right. It was like a, a bigger thing for me. Right. And, and so in that moment, you weren't understanding that I wasn't being insulting or trying to put you down. I was being practical. Right. 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 And so, but you took offense to it because you were seeing that situation from the lenses of the feminine. Right. That I wasn't compromising and I wasn't trying. Right. Or being it. open to like, or hey, okay, let, well, we can try it out and see. I'll let you see what it looks like. We'll move it. Right. But right. It, uh, but that to me was a, a perfect example of what it looks like when one situation, and it's as stupid as moving the bed. Right. And I explained to you later on that I put the bed in that position. It sucks in that position because now you have to walk around the bed to get to the bathroom right. as opposed to having a straight shot to get in the bathroom. So, but, you know, on, on a practical way of thinking, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. But you don't, your brain isn't. Because I just wanted operating. to see it. Right. I just wanted to see it. It's operating somewhere. And I wanted us to, uh, to like do it together. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so there was conflict there. Right. And it was conflict over a fucking bed position. <laughs> right. But again, it wasn't the bed position. No, it wasn't. It wasn't a bed position. Right. You felt deeper about it than I did. So right. next time you saw the bed, it was in that position. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> but but one example that I just thought of, and this is something that we dealt with the other day as a you know, kind of like tying into that that love and humor thing. And I didn't realize that I was doing that in that moment because mm-hmm. a, a part of the humor thing is just me. Sure. And in, in our relationship, I typically play the peacemaker anyway or, right. or try to guide us and make sure that we're not going down an unnecessary, a, a, a road of disaster when it doesn't need to be. Right. right? Just kind of just steer in a car and get it back on track. But the other day, you and I were having a conversation and you said something inflammatory like, uh, uh, I... Uh, I, I can't remember what it was. It was uh, something was more, something was very important to me or something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it yeah. wasn't very important to me. Right. And so I knew that if I, you got away with saying those words, mm-hmm. then it would have been in your head that that was very important to me and what you're saying is true. And now you could get bent out of shape about it because I was already seeing that you were getting bent out of shape about it. Right. So what I did in order to try to reel that back in was I add a little bit of humor to it, mm-hmm. right? I, I try to be a little tongue in cheek about it, but kind of serious at the same time mm-hmm. and go, you know, I'm, I, that's very important to me. It's very important to me, you know, right. trying to like, trying to get the mood where it needed to be because I didn't want you to, <laughs> yeah. to be right. convinced that that was true because it wasn't true. But I also didn't want to just tear you down and be like, that's not important to me and you right. know better than that. Da, 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 da. So it's like trying to do it in a more tongue in cheek kind of way to, to, get things back to where it needed to be. And then even within that moment, I let you know, hey, look, I wasn't doing that to be dismissive. 
I love you. And I appreciate everything that you have to say. It's just when you say things like that, that's not, you know, the, the full truth, right? Then that can lead to this. So let's, my agenda or my goal was to avoid that and get us back to where we needed to be. Right. And you're just lightening the mood and not matching my energy. Right. Which makes a difference. Exactly. And I'm glad you said it because one of the things that this book was talking about when managing drama and leading and getting things back to where they need to be is understanding that in those moments, it's easy for the masculine to give into their feminine energy. And now it's just, you know, I could see that. But in those moments, it's best to identify what's happening. Identify that you getting impulsive and you saying things and lashing back out is tapping into more of that feminine energy mm-hmm. and that you need to pull back. <laughs> Be pulled back. And I do that. <laughs> yeah. And I do that. Yeah. So, right. but I, you know, I, and I know some people are listening to this and it, it sounds like a lot. It sounds like a lot of, you know, happy wife, happy life kind of thing and giving in and, you know, doing whatever you need to do to be that role player in order to make sure that. Well, that's what, look, that's what a le- being a leader looks like, though. Exactly. I think. Exactly. Yeah. And um, one thing that I was just, as I was kind of going through these notes and kind of skimming through the book and just thinking about different things and thinking about some of the, the, the men that I got to have conversations with is not all men like women. And I'm not talking about in terms of, you know, heterosexual versus homosexual men. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about heterosexual men. Most of them or a lot of them love women, but they don't like them. If you, yeah, I, yeah. if you understand what I'm saying, uh-huh. And for and for those of you who don't understand what I'm saying, the masculine or men can love everything about a woman and want to be with the woman and want to, uh, I, I guess, I guess, just kind of squeeze the 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 juices from the woman, but not want to deal with everything that comes with it. Yeah, because truth be told, they don't like women. They don't like having to deal with the the feminine energy. Yeah, they don't that's like a better way to, to put it. I think they don't like having to deal with managing mm-hmm. and guiding mm-hmm. and redirecting or the drama, the the quote unquote right. drama. Mm-hmm. Right. A lot of people don't like that shit. Right. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. I think that that's okay as long as you understand that you love them, but you don't like them. <laughs> And with that, and this book talked about this, this too, but you and I have talked about this in previous episodes where identifying that and understanding that about you will make you a better person with the people that you deal with, especially if it's a man dealing with a woman, right? Okay. Because there's nothing worse than the, the masculine out there that doesn't know that they don't like women. And so they keep finding themselves in relationships that don't work because they don't have the patience to manage the woman. Mm-hmm. Right. They don't have the time to, to, to learn and figure out and how to navigate it because really what they want is just the, the, the fruit that comes with it. Right. The comfort, the, the company, the yada, 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 all that stuff. But mm-hmm. they really don't like the woman. 
right? And these men might find themselves hanging out with the boys more often mm-hmm. than hanging out with their woman, right? They might find themselves like, damn, like she just doesn't understand. Well, you're fucking right. <laughs> right. You're fucking right. Right. And so then that man then becomes this, this toxic thing because that man doesn't necessarily have to be mean to, to his partner or doesn't necessarily have to be insulting and things like that. I'm not saying that the men that don't like women, that they're typically abusive and they let the woman know, right? But they can lead that person on into thinking that something greater might happen out of this relationship than actually will happen. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because it's only a matter of time before that that man just, you know what, fuck it, I'm not, not feeling it. it. Yeah. And it doesn't make you any less of a man. I mean, it just makes you in this particular situation, you don't want to lead the feminine because you don't like dealing with that energy. And that's okay. Right. But the best thing you could do is if you can identify that within yourself, which is why I recommend anyone out there, especially men. Again, I know I said this already, but if you're looking to get into a relationship or if you find yourself in a position where relationships seems like they're failing over and over and over again, Mm -hmm. this can help you tap in and identify you and identify what you actually want out of life. Because if you can understand that you don't actually like the feminine and you don't want to deal with it, then you could be a healthier human being for yourself and everyone around you. Because now when you meet people, especially women, you can let them know up front, hey, look, I'm not looking for anything serious. I don't want to move in. I'm just looking for someone I can have a good time with, kick it with, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Because truth be told, there are the, the feminine out there, there are women out there that love the masculine, but they don't like them. Yeah. And they don't want to deal with that shit. Right. And they don't want to manage it because as much as I'm saying that there's work on the side of the men in order to help better their woman or help, help better the situation with their woman, it, 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 it only seems like I'm, I'm talking about it one sided because we're, we are talking about the feminine dealing with the, I'm sorry, the masculine dealing with right. the feminine, mm-hmm. but there's still the feminine that have to deal with the masculine. Right. Right. We're just not talking about that today. Right. I think, and I mean, you tell me your thoughts on it. Hearing you say that Mm -hmm. about like a masculine not liking the feminine. I wonder if that has something to do with the fact that just because you attract feminine energy Mm -hmm. because you're tapped into your masculine and balanced and have your purpose. It doesn't mean there's still a particular feminine energy mm-hmm. that I think would work best for a particular masculine energy. Correct. Right. So right. I don't think it's everybody's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Right. So I think there's also something a little bit deeper with finding your person and the right feminine to match your masculine because it's not identical, even when it's balanced out. Do you see what I'm saying? So I wonder if like speaking about masculine who don't like the feminine if there is there is a feminine energy a woman out there for that man that he might feel differently about Mm -hmm. or maybe not or maybe not right right i think the fairy tale version would be what you just said yeah but i think at the end of the day there are a healthy amount of men with the masculine energy that just do not like the feminine energy and you see that with these 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 men that live lives where they're single, more than likely don't have children, yeah. kind of on their own. Yeah. Da, 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 da. But then again, you also see it from the feminine, mm-hmm. right? Where they just don't 
like that other side. And so these things just don't work because they just don't like it. And I think that that's, that's okay. Yeah. Just as long as you manage it properly, that way you're, you're better managing the, the feelings of people that are around you. True. Because the, the, the most irresponsible thing you could do is to not understand that, not identify that. Uh-huh. And you lead people on, you waste people's fucking time. True. Blah, blah, blah. And then now you've done nothing but harm someone mm-hmm. as opposed Unnecessarily. to them. Yeah. Because you, can, you could be the best single person on the planet, right? And, right. and what I mean by that is, is let's say you are a man that likes the attention of a woman, like the idea of a woman being around, but in small doses, mm-hmm. right? Then you can build relationships that way where you can be a good role model, be a good leader, you need manage to be them. About that. When it, but you need to be upfront yeah. about it in the very beginning. Yeah. And then when it's time for that person to leave, because now they have found something that's going to give them the, you know, what could be till death do us part kind of thing, then now they've left you a better person because you have showed them what they should expect from that person that they can be serious with. Yeah. Because it just wouldn't work for you. But at least they knew that going in. Right. As opposed to thinking it would be something else. Mm-hmm. And it's only because you did not want that person or you did not want to manage that feminine energy or lead that feminine energy. Right. So I say all that to say this, read the book, (laughs) (laughs) read the book. And if you're having a hard time finding your purpose, one of the, the, the best things you could do is surround yourself with people that have a purpose, mm-hmm. right? Right. That carry themselves that way because that energy transfers over 100%, to you and right. it can help you better understand you. Right. right. And then, and then once you, once you have found your purpose, continue to surround yourself with people that have a purpose as well. Um, surround yourself with those good energies and read books mm-hmm. that help serve you. Have right. a hobby to help ser- better serve you. It could be something as simple as working out. Right. Right. They help serve you. And overall, I, I think that anyone that listens to this or reads the book and decides to live life that way, they're, they're going to find themselves living a better life. For sure. And attracting the right people. Right. Exactly. So I do have a couple cool quotes. Yes. That I felt that they were important enough or, you know, thoughtful enough to share. Okay. So you ready for them? I'm ready. All right. Your woman knows your weakness better than anybody. She knows where you will falter and give up. She knows the degree of mediocrity you will settle for. And she knows your true capacity as a full man, a man of free consciousness and love. Her gift, if she is a good woman, is to test you with your darkest moods over and over and over until your consciousness is... (laughs) What's so funny? I'm sorry. (laughs) Until your consciousness is not affected by the feminine challenge and you are able to pervade her with your love just as you are here to pervade the world. In response to your fearless consciousness, she will drench you or she would drench your world in love and light. I love that. That good? Mm-hmm. All right. That's really good. So the next one. The way a man penetrates the world should be the same way he penetrates his woman. Not merely for personal gain or pleasure, 
but to magnify love, openness, and depth. We need to write that like on the <laughs> on a wall somewhere. Yeah. I love that. Right? Yeah. See? That's really good. Yeah, it's dope. See, this book is like, <laughs> this yeah. is what the fuck you need to do. <laughs> right. You know what I'm All right. So one of the deepest feminine desires in intimacy is precisely not to have to always figure it out for her man and guide him. Oh my God, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any of these you want to talk about? I mean, or it's just, it's, it's just... It, it, it says it all. Like, yeah. It's exactly how <laughs> I feel. Yeah. All right. So this is a longer one, and this is the last one. But for the masculine out there, this is speaking to you. Whenever you are feeling isolated and reary, feel the present moment as if it were a woman. Feel like you are embracing a woman physically. Feel the front of your body as if you were pressed against the front of a woman's naked body, being filled with the delight of her feminine softness and liveliness. Feel her breasts and belly against you. Breathe deeply as if you were inhaling her intoxicating fragrance. And while inhaling, receive deeply into your body, not just her scent, but the very essence of feminine deliciousness as if it were nourishing food for your masculine soul. It's very sexy. Right? Mm -hmm. Good shit. Mm -hmm. Good shit. Gentlemen, <laughs> ladies, get the book. Yeah. Go on Amazon, go on a store, do whatever you need to do, but type in the way of the superior man and pick up the book. And for you <laughs> out there that read slow, <laughs> I'm sure there's an audio version out there. So you can listen to some dork read it to you. Oh either way, either way. Can we get serious? I'm trying. Okay. Either way. Get the book. Read it. Love it. And be a better version of you. Yeah. Anything else? No, that was that was all good. All right. Yeah. All right. So if you made it this far, thank you for listening. This has been yet another episode of the Feelings First Facts Later podcast. The podcast where we saying shit, but we ain't saying shit. <laughs> <laughs> I go by the name Nathan Mitchell. And this is the lovely Christina. Bye. Face. Bye 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 face. That was good, babe.